Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. Me, I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the importance of checking where your mind is going. Where does your mind wander? What does it focus on? What does it fixate on? What are you thinking about? What are you perceiving? What are you predicting, preempting? What are your expectations? The reason you need to have so much self-awareness around these things is because fundamentally where the mind goes, life will follow. The chances are you've heard of mindset. When I first started doing mindset coaching, Believe it or not, whilst some people knew about it and whilst it wasn't a hidden secret, it wasn't something that was in the public domain like it is today. Today, everyone's a mindset coach. There's a million books on mindset and it's become part of almost everyday vocabulary, especially with those people looking to improve their performance, whether that's in sport, whether that's in business or any other area of life. But I wonder if you've ever given any real thought around what your mindset is. I always describe mindset as being how your mind is set. In other words, how your mind is set up. And it's all those things I've already explained to you. It's your your thought patterns. It's your perceptions, your expectations, your predictions. It's how you think of yourself, how you perceive yourself, how you think and perceive of the world around you. Your mind is constantly working. It's a computer that never goes to sleep, even though you do. It sits in the unconscious And it's constantly number crunching. It's constantly trying to make sense of the world. It's learning. It's constantly taking data in and it's starting to forge automatic habitual reactions and responses to things. In our evolutionary past, this was, for example, if I learned that going down a certain path led me to a certain terrain that potentially had risks associated with it, then the next day, if I came across that path, it's possible that I would take a different course. Or if I did follow that path, I would be a little bit more sure-footed this time than I was last time when I learned. But also it's the nuances of life. We learn how people interact with us, how we interact with other people, what works, what doesn't work, what gets us the wins and the successes and what leads us to our failures. However, sometimes that learning gets scrambled up inside of us. For example, it's the person that learned to never let anyone in to protect themselves from ever getting hurt from someone else. The person that learned to never trust again, to stop them from being hurt again. But in doing so, it damages them from ever having the relationship that they would want to have with people in the future. It's the child that was taught that wanting money was greedy or wanting money was bad and negative in some way that becomes the adult that seems incapable of ever getting on top of their finances or ever creating financial success. Where the mind goes, life will follow. Where the mind goes, your actions will follow. And those actions create reactions. Those reactions are our results. So therefore, our mind is dictating where we go and it's dictating what we get back in return. This is why so much of what we do 
in success groups, in extreme growth masterminds, even on this podcast itself. So much of what I'm doing is mindset work. I don't always sit there and say, right, we're going to do mindset training now. What I'm doing is I'm offering you a different perspective. I'm offering you or even sometimes challenging you to see yourself in a different light, to see the world in a different light, challenging you with different data. All of these things shift and shape your mindset. They shift and shape how you act and react and therefore they shift and shape what you get back, what your life fundamentally looks like. Therefore dictating the experience of life that you have. So you want to take heed that mindset is the most important factor in your life, in your success, in your experience of life. Your mindset is responsible for all the good that you're creating in this world, but it's also responsible for all of the things that you'd want to change in this world, all the things in your life that aren't quite where you want to be, all the things in life that aren't quite how you would want them to be in order to give you the experience of life that you would choose for yourself. Your mindset is how you are set up. It's how you compute the world around you and therefore how you act and react to it. When you think about something for long enough, when you worry about something for long enough, when you stare at something perceptually long enough, you will end up creating that very thing for you. This is why so often in life, the things we fear the most are the things that end up coming up into our life and getting us. It's because we're obsessing about them, we're thinking about them, we're focused on them. And when the mind focuses on something, it starts to steer us towards that thing. Not through some mumbo jumbo, not through some magic, but through simply where I focus my mind, it will train myself where to look and where to seek and how to act and react. My actions then will be affected by that. How I act and react changes, my behaviors change, and therefore, of course, the results that I get change. And of course, if I'm looking in a certain direction and I'm taking action in a certain direction, then inevitably I'm going to end up moving in that direction. So one of the hardest things to do is to stare in the other direction. When I talk about people with you know money issues, and a lot of business owners, they do have money issues, maybe at the beginning or maybe at some other point in their business. Inevitably, we all tend to go through a period in business where money's not where we want it to be. We might have the bills starting to stack up. We might not have the revenue coming in that we need to cover those bills. It might be many years into business when we start having premises and property and we start having a number of staff under us. And, you know, we used to have a lot of money when it was just us working from home or from the shed. But now, you know, I've got a lot of outgoings and suddenly the business dips off or drops off and suddenly I can't afford to keep those things on. And I start to panic and worry and maybe the debt starts to build up. And I see a lot of business owners that go through this period at some point, maybe multiple times in their evolution of their business growth. And one of the things I say to them is you've got to look at where the money is, not at where the money isn't. And what I mean by that is if you stare at your bills, if you look at the mortgage that's not being paid, if you look at the rent for your premises that's due, if you're looking at all your other debts, if you're looking at the empty bank balance, if you're focused on the worry and the anxiety of not having enough money, what you're doing is you're looking at where the money isn't. You're looking at where there is no money. That's why you're in this problem. But evolution determines that we should look at the threat. We should look at the thing that's going to get us because if I take my eye off it, then I'm going to get eaten. 
So evolutionary speaking, if I'm not focused on money, if I'm not obsessing about the lack of money, if I'm not obsessing about my credit card debt, if I'm not obsessing about not making my mortgage payments, if I'm not obsessing about my negative cash flow, then it's going to get me. But whilst you're focused on those very things, you're not focused on the thing that's going to solve your problem. The thing that's going to solve your problem is focusing on where the money is. In sales opportunities, upsell opportunities, outstanding debtors, that's where the money is. It could be grants, it could be loans, it could be investment opportunities. But whilst we're obsessed with the thing that might get us, we're not focused on the thing that's going to get us away from that threat. And therefore, we end up being consumed and pulled into that place and the situation becomes worse and worse and worse. So if you are in financial issues right now, it's just an example, but if you are in that place right now, I know it's really hard, but fundamentally, I want you to take your gaze away from the problem and start focusing it on the solution. Where are the sales opportunities right now? Where's the money right now that's going to pay these bills? How do I grow my business? How do I maximize profitability? How do I save money even? But focus on where the money is, not where the money isn't. The analogy I've used on this podcast in the past is that of being chased by a bear. And if I'm being chased by this bear, metaphorically or literally, everything in me kind of wants to turn to face the threat. Everything in me wants to see where the bear's coming from because it's scary as hell, it's scary as shit, and therefore we're drawn into this thing. And evolutionary speaking, of course, it makes sense, which is, you know, if I keep my eye on the bear, I can see what the bear's up to and the bear can't get me. But fundamentally, I'd say now a better response if a bear's chasing you is once you can see the bear's definitely coming for you, you want to face the other direction, get your head down, and you want to sprint. You want to run and run and run. Every time you look over your shoulder, you're slowing down. Every time you look over your shoulder, you're running the risk of tripping over. Every time you look over your shoulder, the bear's getting closer and closer to catching you. So the hardest thing can be to get your head down and run like the clappers to safety. More often than not, though, like moths to a flame, we can't take our eyes off of the threat. We can't take our eyes off of what's out there, what's going to come and get me. And therefore, it will come and get me because the solution was to be facing the other direction and taking action away from that threat. That's just one example of what I'm talking about here when I say mindset, where your mind goes, life will follow. If your mind goes into scarcity, if your mindset takes you into what you haven't got, you're going to be pulled more into that space. So what you have to do is you have to kind of do a 180 on your mindset. And it's really hard to do, especially if you're in the shit, which is instead of looking at the scarcity, you have to look at the prosperity. Instead of looking at the ill health, you have to look at the health. Instead of looking at what's broken in life, you need to look at the solutions. You need to look at what your fixes are. You have to look at what you're trying to create in life. But it's really hard because we're meant to obsessionally focus on something that's broken or something that's wrong because evolutionally speaking, we're meant to fix that thing. But more often than not, we don't just fix it and move on with our life. What we do is we get pulled and consumed into it. Don't forget in our evolutionary past that I keep referring to, most things were solved quickly. They were immediate threats that needed immediate reaction to solve them immediately so I could create immediate safety. Most of what we're talking about in life right now, actually, it's not an immediate threat. It's a threat that might be imminent, but it's not immediate. More often than not, some of the threats that we're focused on aren't even imminent threats. 
their worries, their concerns, their anxieties of what might happen in the future. That's what I mean by part of what your mindset is, is your expectations. It's your predictions. It's where you're taking yourself in the future, the, the, the future picture of what you create for your life. And it can either create a picture of anxiety and fear and worry, or it can create a picture of excitement and purpose and passion. None of this is to ignore the fact that there's threats out there. It's about understanding that when I acknowledge there's a threat there, or I acknowledge something's broken, or I acknowledge something isn't right, instead of obsessing about the thing that's not working, I need to come up with a solution and then obsess about the solution. Instead of obsessing about the zero bank balance, I need to obsess about sales, obsess about making money. People's mindsets give rise to their attitudes. Their attitudes give rise to their behaviors, their actions and reactions. And those actions and reactions and behaviors create the reactions that they have in life. If I wanted to manhandle you down a certain path of my choosing, so I want to manipulate you down a certain path of my choosing, I want you to do certain things that I want you to do. I'd have to work really hard to physically manhandle you to do that. I'd have to shove and pull and push and you'd resist me and everything else. But if I could manipulate your mindset, if I could manipulate your thoughts, your perceptions, if I could alter how you thought about a situation, then I just have to lead your mind down a certain path and you will follow. This is how manipulation happens on a massive scale when we look at big brand marketing, when we look at global politics, when we look at the media, for example. You know, everyone's got a fucking agenda out there. And these guys are masters of getting your mind. They're masters of getting your thinking. They're masters of creating a perception in you. So you have a perception of their creation. That perception then turns into thought processes. It turns into focus worries, anxieties, or into desire, doesn't matter, depending on the outcome they want. And then you will willingly walk the path of their choosing. So if you want to set yourself free, if you want to absolutely start making choices for yourself in this world, the first thing you have to understand is that actually so much of who you are and what you're doing is a manipulation. So much of your behaviors are not of your choosing. They're automated responses. Some are what you've learned yourself, some are what you've been taught by other people, and some are external forces that are manipulating and influencing you based on their own agenda. You know, let's put this into perspective. If you've got a pet, a dog or a cat, for example, you know, let's say you've got a 50 kilo Ridgeback, you know, and this dog doesn't necessarily walk on a lead very well. If I want to walk this dog down the left-hand path rather than the right-hand path, and I start getting into a tug-of-war match with a 50 kilo Ridgeback, Let's assume he's not going to attack me and you know, bite my arm off. I'm going to have a real fight on my hands, manhandling this ridgeback down the path of my choosing. But if I sit there and get a bit of cheese and throw it down the path that I want, he'll willingly walk down that path. This is what I mean by having external manipulators that mean that the dog itself will take the action prescribed by the manipulation outside of itself. Look at politics today. So much of it is not about information. So much of it is not about education. It's about influence. It's about manipulation. It's about stirring your emotion. It's more about marketing than it is about politics now. Politics changed, you know, decades ago when they started to get Saatchi and Saatchi, for example, involved in campaigns because what politicians realised, it was all about winning hearts and minds. You've heard this, hearts and minds. Hearts are emotions and minds are the mindset, the thinking. 
So if I can get someone to have a certain feeling, I can then manipulate what they're thinking. I can educate them maybe even to what they should be thinking. And if they're feeling what I want them to feel and they're thinking what I want them to think, they'll do what I want them to do. Not because I make them or tell them to do it, but because they will follow that mindset. They'll follow those thoughts. They'll follow those feelings. And those thoughts and feelings weren't even feelings and thoughts that were created within them. They were artificially implanted in them by somebody else's agenda. So I've got a little bit off topic here, but this is like I'm super passionate about because you've only got to look at big brand marketing. You know, how, how can a big brand company that makes a food product for children that is fundamentally full of shit, is toxic and poisonous, how does it sleep at night when its marketing department is coming up with ideas to sell products that they know are unhealthy to children and they manipulate the children in wanting the product to manipulate the parent to buy the product because they know how it fucking works. If I can win the mind of the child, the heart of the child, the child has already won the heart and the mind of the parent. The parent doesn't want to say no to the child. It's hard to disappoint your children. It's hard to do that. And they know, therefore, that parents then get manipulated by their children who are manipulated by the marketing, which is working on behalf of the company that's selling shit to children. Politics. They're not trying to educate you. They're trying to win your heart, win your mind. They're not trying to give you a debate. They're trying to make you like something or hate something, want something or not want something. If they can get you fucking angry and stirred up, all the better. Does this make sense? The world at a global level is one big fucking manipulation. Because what you've got is you've got agenda, you've got newspapers that need eyeballs. So instead of reporting the news these days, what they do is they try and come up with the best tagline they possibly can. Typically, that's not necessarily a good thing. Typically, that's something that's scary and fearful. Now, we've all gone through some pretty harrowing times together in these recent months. Look at what the media's done. The media hasn't tried to calm you. It hasn't tried to settle your fears. What it's done is it's latched on to a narrative and it's trying to worry you. It's trying to give you anxiety. It's trying to make you fearful because guess what? The bear. My attention will be drawn to that which I feel most threatened about. But you know what? I said this before. Most of the things out there that we're meant to be scared of, most of the things that are out there that we are scared of and are fearful of are things that are actually of no threat to us at all. And what happens is we're manipulated into fearing things and we're manipulated into seeing things as a threat. Then we start to behave in certain patterns and then we get certain results because of our actions. So if we want to set ourselves free, if we want to set ourselves on our own course heading, if we want to create the life of our own choosing, one that's not being manipulated, whether it's through politics, through the media, through our friends and families, through society, whether that's one that's not being manipulated by big brand marketing. If we want to create a future and create a life for ourselves of our own choosing, we have to first understand that we need to choose where we put our mind. We have to choose what we focus on. We have to choose what we think about. We have to choose how we feel about things. And this is not easy. Because how hard is it for that child who's been manipulated by the food company, the child cannot decipher what's good or bad for them. They're just being manipulated into wanting something. So you have to be the parent to the child and you have to be strong with that child and say, I understand this is what you want. I understand that they've got you. They've got your emotions. They've got your thoughts. They've got your focus. But I know what's best for you 
And therefore, even though it's not popular with you right now, this is how it's going to be. We're not going down that route. And let me tell you why. Let me re-educate you. Let me steer your focus. Let me steer how you think in a way that leads you down a better path. As they get older, you want to encourage your children to potentially not even be manipulated by you. Damn, that's really hard. To not be manipulated by your expectations and your ideas, but to help them to come up with their own ideas, to create their own life and have their own thoughts and their own feelings that aren't manipulated by you as the parent. This is hard. But when they're little, you have to have the best interests in your children and therefore you have to be strong with the child. As they grow up, you encourage them. And sometimes that does mean they'll challenge you as well, by the way, but you encourage them to think for themselves. Because if we don't think for ourselves, if we don't understand the difference between the thoughts that I'm having and the thoughts that are being fed into my mind that I think I'm having, suddenly, instead of me being a free-thinking human being, I'm just a chess piece in somebody else's agenda and they are playing out a game and I'm just playing my part in that game without even knowing that that's what I'm doing. I think I'm making my own choices. I think I want this for myself. Sometimes with clients, when they come to me and I work with them, we do a really deep dive on this and it's not something you can do in a single session. And we do this deep dive over maybe sometimes a matter of weeks. I've done this sometimes even over a matter of months to really start working out what's real and what's not real, what's them and what's not them, what they're choosing and what's their reaction to someone else's agenda. And I'll tell you now, it's not as easy as you think. Because what thoughts are mine and what thoughts are the influence of others? My parents growing up, society, newspapers, the media, the films, my friends, my experiences in life, all of these things manipulate me into perceiving certain things, thinking certain things, feeling certain things, acting and reacting in certain ways. And therefore, ultimately, that all accumulates in the life that I've created so far. And if I want to improve my life and better my life, then I need to go back to the source. I need better thoughts and better feelings, better actions and reactions. How do I do that if I don't even know what is me and what isn't me? Do I want the big house because I want the big house or do I want the big house because I'm meant to want the big house? Do I work hard because I enjoy working hard or do I work hard because I feel guilty if I don't work hard? I want to make a lot of money. Is that because I really want to make a lot of money or because somehow along the way I've been manipulated into thinking that I want a lot of money? When you take this all the way back, by the way, you'll realize that actually very little in you is you. What it is is an accumulation of experiences, an accumulation of other people's influence on you. And what you have to do at some point is you have to sift through this stuff and you say, what's the stuff I want to keep? What's the stuff I want to keep for myself? And what's the stuff I want to let go of? And what do I want to bring into my life? What's going to benefit me that isn't here right now? You know, how do I want to feel and think that I can't feel and think right now? You know, if you're not feeling passionate and purposeful and meaningful about becoming wealthy, but you've made a decision that that is the right path for you, then you have to go back and you have to start looking at how do I change my mindset to be someone that is in alignment with making money? How do I change my emotional responses into alignment with someone that goes out and takes action that creates and makes lots of money? If I'm not happy with who I'm being, who do I want to be? And do I really want to be that or am I being manipulated into wanting to be that? It's one hell of a rabbit hole. So you can go and do that deep dive now and you can lose yourself in that rabbit hole. Or what you can do is just start understanding and realizing that actually what you're thinking about is steering your behaviors and therefore steering the course of your life. 
and realize that I can actually change that. I can alter that and start to become aware of what are your thoughts in your head and what are the thoughts that have been put in there by other people or other agendas. What's in my heart? What is it that I want? What is it that I feel for myself versus what am I feeling because someone else is influencing those emotions? And then understand what's the action that I'm taking? Am I choosing the action that I'm taking based on alignment with what I'm truly trying to create? Or am I taking action based on emotions that are being stimulated and manipulated outside of me to steer me in a direction that someone else is choosing? Buying a product that's no good for me. Following a career path that isn't right for me. Being in a relationship that doesn't suit me. Having thoughts about others. Having political thoughts that maybe aren't even your thoughts. It's not what you think. It's what your parents thought. It's not what your parents thought. It's what society thinks. Maybe it's what the newspapers are telling you now what to think. The people closest to you telling you what you should think and what you shouldn't think. And when you start unpicking this, you'll start to see that there's some truth in there for yourself. And when you identify that truth, that's the truth that you want to live into. That's the path that you want to follow. And then you want to protect external forces from manipulating you and influencing you away from what is right for you. And the way you do that is you manage your thoughts. You take care of your thoughts. You train your thoughts. You hone your thoughts. You condition your thoughts. You can do this through every single day. You know, you remind yourself, who am I? What am I about? Where am I going? Why am I going there? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? What's it going to give me? Every day, ritualize yourself. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. This is where I want to go. This is why I want to get there. This is what I want to create. This is what I want to have. This is why I want to create it. This is why I want to have it. And then you remind yourself over and over again, maybe multiple times a day. Maybe get yourself a vision board, get an image, get a picture. Maybe you steer clear of certain people that are steering you down a path that's not right for you. Maybe you turn the news off. Maybe you stop following social media or certain people on social media. Maybe you start to surround yourself with people that support you in who you want to be. One of the things I talk about in terms of our success groups and our Shroom Growth Masterminds is, you know, our environment is here and we interact with you for who you are and who you want to be. We don't care who you were. But a lot of people, you know, the people around them, they have legacy relationships with them and therefore they're heavily invested in who you've been in the past and they can't necessarily see who you are and they definitely can't see who it is you're trying to become and who it is you are actually becoming. So think about your external environment. You want to check your internal environment, your mindset, your emotions, your feelings, your perceptions. You want to make sure all that stuff's absolutely aligned in what it is you're trying to create and where you're going. And then you want to go out and you want to Create an environment for yourself that supports you in doing that. And that does include bringing people into your life, getting surrounded by the right people, but it also means removing the wrong people. It means removing the external influences and manipulators that are manipulating you into being someone that you don't want to be or someone that you're trying to improve upon. Your mindset is fundamentally the most important aspect of what it is that you're creating in life and who you're being. If you change your mindset, if you change how your mind is set up, you will ultimately change who you are and you'll ultimately change what you're doing and therefore you'll ultimately change what you get back in return. You'll change your life. And then if you continue to extend that out, not only will you change your life, but you'll change the lives of those people that are around you.
Nice one. Thanks for listening. Once again, I do not take it lightly that you've chosen to spend this half an hour with me on this podcast episode. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do subscribe. I put out content every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. We look at the personal development. We look at your entrepreneurial development. We look at your business growth ambitions. I want to get you motivated. I want to get you inspired. And I want to challenge your aspirations to think bigger to desire more for yourself, better for yourself, whatever that looks like for you in your life. Ultimately, I want you to have better quality of life on your terms, of your choosing, whatever that means for you. And that isn't always as easy as it sounds to work out. If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. If you haven't yet done the Six Figure Fast Track, don't forget it's waiting for you. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. If you're a business that hasn't yet done 100K in turnover, and you want to know, what's it going to take to get my business to 100K a year in turnover in 12 months or even less? Get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. I'll take you through the Six Figure Mindset. Talked about a lot of that already today. The Six Figure Business Model that you need to have in place and also the Six Figure Methodologies. What you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing in order to take your business to the next level. You'll also find a link there to not just the free webinar masterclass, but you'll also see a link there to to our live workshops. Three hours interactive sessions followed by one hour of Q&A to help and support you in whatever you need help with to navigate the world as it is and business and the economy as it is right now to get you what you want to get out of life for yourself, for your business and obviously all those people that you care about close to yourself. Have an awesome one. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 